We are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are here with Gabe Peterson, my new good friend here. And he says he's going to help us get started in the business of real estate investing, the hows and the whys of why you should do that. Is that right, Gabe? That's absolutely right. I'm excited to be here, Brian. I'm excited too, but we shall see. We shall see if he can, take it, if he can do that for us today on this episode. <laughs> of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, and we are back with another episode of The Authority Project. You are the project, and we want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you are great at. And we have Gabe in the virtual stage right now with us today. How are you doing, Gabe? I am doing fantastic. Calling from uh, beautifully sunny slash not sunny Seattle, Washington here. So glad to be here. Nice, nice. Love Seattle. Awesome. So, um so yeah, let's get started, man. Uh, before we dive in, tell us, tell us, tell the people who you are personally and then professionally. Personally and then professionally. I love it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, my name is Gabe. I'm up here living in Seattle, born and raised, um, went to UW college up here. So nice. I'm, I'm bred, bred and born here in, here in Washington state. Um, and other than that, I live down here in Tacoma. Uh, my, I'm trying to think about myself personally. <laughs> um, professionally, what I do is uh, I'm a real estate investor. I'm in real estate um, and also podcasts. I got the real estate investing club doc, or podcast and then at the real estate investing club.com. Um, you know, we, we interview investors, uh, tips and tricks, stuff like that. And then we also do um, for active investing. I do mobile home RV parks. And I've gone through the through the gamut of all the different types of uh, real estate stuff out there. So, um, yeah, hope hope to give you guys some some good tips here. All right, I love this. Okay, so so tell us what your current project is at the moment. What are you working on? Um, I mean, I'm always working on a ton of things, but so we're <laughs> just closing down a um, a 43 unit RV park out here in Washington State. We're in the final. Final stages of due diligence. We just pumped all the septics. Got to watch that fun process. Get all the. <laughs> if, uh, if you guys have never pumped a septic, it's actually it's not fun to do, but it's fun to watch from from afar. If you got a if you got a nose on you. Okay. Um, so we're just finishing that one up, uh, finishing up the due diligence there, and hopefully we can close it in the next uh, next few weeks here. And then on the podcast side, we uh, oh I got on there. We just still producing episodes, um, and we're finishing up our course to to help people get started in investing. So. So that, those nice. are the big things on the docket. Very nice. So, 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 do you have a daily routine, or does that vary from from day to day? What you're, what you're, what you're investing? Uh, yeah, daily routine. Yeah, um, <laughs> I always like. I used to pride myself on my routine, and 
I have a daily routine that I want to do every day. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. I usually do like, I always do something in the routine, like maybe one, two, three things, but I never do the full thing. Um, but I do, it's like a five step daily, uh, morning routine that I want to do. Right. In fact, in 2021, that's my goal is to do that entire routine for at least two months. Nice. Uh, we'll see if that works. Uh, cross your fingers for me. Nice, nice. So let's let's go. Let's get right to it then. Tell us first. Well, you know what? I want to know first about the why. Tell us why you think more people should be getting into real estate investing. Now, isn't this a mixed bag? Come on now. Come on. Come on. Give us <laughs> give us the real the real deal stuff here. Come on. Bring bring it to us. So why? Yeah. why? I, I mean, I obviously I'm biased because I, I am, I'm in real estate. I really love it. Um, there's a ton of reasons why. First, I, it's a great business. Um, you know, I, I, I started businesses uh, on the in the online sphere. Um, I did an e-commerce store. I did uh, digital marketing. I had my own agency. Yeah. They're great. They're, I mean, there's tons of good business models out there. If you're talking about creating your own business, real estate is the only thing that I've done so far that there's like real tangible results. There is a structure. There are things that I'm actually building and doing and adding value. Um, so that's kind of like my own why. I really like real estate. I like the process of taking something that looks crappy, you know, <laughs> giving it some love and then and then seeing the end result and, and something that people can actually use. Uh, outside of that, there's obviously the financial why. Um, you know, real estate, the statistic that I like to use um, and you can Google this too, is 90% of the world's millionaires actually made their wealth in real estate. That's It's an actual statistic out there. Mm -hmm. So real estate is, it's one of the tried and true ways. If you're talking about the financial side and you want to, to achieve financial freedom for yourself and your family, real estate is definitely, definitely, definitely the best way to do it, um, in my opinion, my humble opinion. And so when you're talking about why, there's the the why of it's a lot of fun. I love real estate. It's, it's a great uh, business model. There's the why of you're actually contributing to your community. You're taking these these structures that are they're falling down. They're, they're you know they need some love, and you're 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 bringing them back to their former glory. And then there's the why of the financial side that it really does. It's it's one of the best ways to actually achieve um, financial freedom that I know of today. Okay, so I, I like how you say it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, but then but even before like in in this in this whole segment, you had you said there was there was some work. So that's my biggest thing. Maybe that's one of my bigger questions is, doesn't this take a lot of work? How is that fun, Gabe? How, how, how is this a fun thing? There's a whole lot of work involved. You've got to be a glutton for punishment. That's, yeah. uh, that's what it is. Um, but yeah, no, it takes, it takes a lot of work for sure. Um, it, I would never, if somebody just wants an, a quick fix and they just, you know, they're looking for an easy solution to something, real estate's not, not an answer. Um, it takes a lot of work. Uh, it takes... Uh, a lot of front loaded work. So you have to, you know, you have to find properties, you have to identify the properties, whether they are good property, then you have to get into due diligence, you have to identify whether that specific deal is going to be a good deal, you know, once you're through with, uh, with rehabbing it. And so there's a lot of work that goes into the entire process. Um, it's not easy. But it's still it's fun, because you get to see the the beginning and the end result yeah. once you're actually through the process. Yeah, so I'm going to get back into some more of these these um, thought provoking questions. But let's let's go, let's go, let's get into the the get started part. How does one get started? Because I think the first question in everybody's minds is that, you know, isn't this, isn't this, isn't this expensive? Doesn't it doesn't it take like tens of thousands of dollars to get started in this in this in this industry? 
Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it it is, I mean, there's multiple ways. That's the other reason why I really like real estate. There's tons of ways to go about doing it. Um, and so the easy way is if you have money. <laughs> if you have a lot of money, real estate's a lot easier to do because right. that is what you know, you do have to buy these properties. You have to you have to go out there and you have to take them down. Um mm. So if you have money, it is, it's a lot easier. It's a lot, it's, it, it'll be an easier time for you, but there's plenty of ways to do it that you don't need a ton of money. I hate it when people say you don't need any money. That's never true. You yeah, always no money down, no money down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do no money down, but you still, you need to get in contact with the seller. So you need to do marketing. <laughs> you have to have marketing dollars. Right. Um, so right. you're always going to need a little bit of money, but there are ways to go about uh, getting into real estate without having a ton of, of upfront capital. Um, so there's something called wholesaling. Obviously you can become an agent. That's a, that's a tried and true method is being a real estate agent. I don't do, I only do investing. I'm not a, on the transaction side, but, um, so if you're not an agent, you don't want to go that route. You can do something called wholesaling, which is essentially just finding a seller, um, getting that, that, that seller's house or whatever it is under contract, negotiating it, getting it under, under contract, and then assigning that contract to another buyer for a fee. So let's say I got, you know, Brian, you, uh, you have this house that's just falling apart. Um, I come to you and say, Hey, Brian, I'll buy this from you for a hundred thousand dollars. Um, you say, yeah, that sounds like a, a very reasonable price. Sign it over to me as a contract. I assign that contract for $105,000 and I take that $5,000 spread to another buyer. And then I get the 5,000, the other buyer gets it for 105,000 and everybody's happy. Um, so that is the, that's the way to do real estate without having doing any money. Um, or without having any money to put into it. So you're, However, so you're yeah, so you're just the middleman in in that sense, right? The, the value, yeah, the value yeah. that you add to the chain is finding the property. So that is what wholesaling is. It is marketing, um, and marketing is not free. So there are ways to do it free, <laughs> but uh, yeah. but you really do, uh, you know, you need to spend money on marketing in order to do it effectively. Um, so that's the that's one of the easiest ways to get started. This wholesaling. Um, you can also just market to directly to sellers and then negotiate for no money down, like you had mentioned. Um, very, uh, there are a few sellers that are willing to do that. Let me just be <laughs> straight. <with> you guys. <laughs> you're you're going to have a hard time finding the seller. That was right. a popular way to do it. No money down. It's all, it's all over the place. No money down, <laughs> that's, man. That's what Come the gurus on. say, right? Yeah. Uh, I challenge <laughs> them to find, <laughs> find a ton of those out there. Um, yeah, you can do that. You can definitely negotiate, uh, you know, the terms to where there's no money down. It's it's a hard thing to actually land, um, but you know it's possible. Okay, okay. So, you know, this is um, it's it's weird because I I you know my my son tried to do this a little while back, and he was he was getting all into it. I think he was in, I think he was, he was doing wholesaling, but I think after a while he just needed more money. He he would find some some things, but he needed the money. And I saw some people, I know several people who started here in the city of Boston, they started and then they said that the, the, the deal is just, the, um, the market just closes up on them. So what do you say for people who, who start and then they're just like, this isn't working or they, they have a team. Here's another thing. Like after a while, you're going to, you're going to need a team to really like build up these, 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 these um, properties when they're run down, you need some reliable people to, to build these, these properties up. Um, what, what if you don't have that? Or what if you have some people and they're not reliable and then like you're stuck with these properties? Um, and so th- 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 I'm thinking about all the challenges, I'm yeah, yeah, all, yeah, these yeah. Cha- I'm all these challenges at you. Yeah. Um, you know, money, team, um, marketing, 
Yep. You know, finding a buyer, you know, how, 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 give us the system that has worked for you, Gabe. Give us the yep. system that like, this is how I, I've, I've taken all those things and made it, made it like boom, 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 one, two, three. And we're good to go. Well, yeah. I mean, when I, when I, it started out, it was scrappy and it was sloppy and you, know, <laughs> you build over time. It's not, you know, people try to get yeah. started in real estate and they don't find success in the first couple of months and, yeah. uh, and then they, they quit. Um, and it takes time. I mean, it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. Um, the more people you meet, the more, the bigger network you build, the more resources you have to, to do different types of deals. Um, you know, wholesaling is just, I said that cause you said, how do you get started? I like to say wholesaling because it is a very easy way for someone who doesn't have experience to get into it and understand the process of real estate. But once you do, that's not like the end goal. There are some guys who have killer businesses, just wholesaling. Um, generally that's not the case. Like we're like, we buy uh, mobile home and RV parks and we, um, and we actually take them down and, and we were the, we're the GPs on the projects. We, we complete right. them. Okay. Um, but you know, it took us, took me a while to get here. <laughs> I, you know, there's a lot of experience that you have to get, uh, over time, um, and build up your systems. We have a CRM system that's super, super dialed in, yeah. uh, you have to get your data really right. Um, so, you know, when you start marketing, one of the, one of the primary ways that people do that is direct mail. Um, direct mail is really effective, but you have to have a really good list that goes behind the direct mail. So you have to have, um, you have to buy that list and then you have to send out the mail on a, consistent basis, not just one time. Um, and then you have to have the systems that will take that call and bring it into an actual sale. So 90, probably 95% of the, the, um, calls that you get aren't going to be deals. They're just people tire kicking or, or whatnot. They're not actual deals. They're not ready, um, ready to close. So you have to have a system to kind of go through that. Um, and you know, that, that is something that you build up over time. Uh, it's not something that you're going to have just straight out of the gate. Okay. So, so, t- so how many people are on your team right now? What should we aspire to as far as that is concerned? <laughs> uh, so the direct team is three partners. Um, okay. But when you're talking real estate, you're, the teams are, I consider everybody that we work with part of our team, even though they're not really part of our team. So, I mean, you got title folks, you got our contractors, um, lawyers, uh, our project managers, our, our property managers, um, our park managers, there's tons of people within the team of a real estate transaction that will help you. Um, but it's, they're not necessarily on the team, but our, our direct team is three core, uh, um, partners. All right. So, so what kind, what kind of tools should, should people be looking for when they're starting to try to look for properties and so forth? What do you use? Um, or what, yeah, should, what should they, what should, should they use starting out? Yeah. Um, should I say, <laughs> So, so, uh, so we do, I have a, a book on my, on my website, the real estate investing club, um, in the ebook. And if you look in the upper rank, upper right hand corner, it says, get the ebook. That ebook will have a ton of bonuses that go along with it. Um, and that is all the tools that, that I can, it's all free. I just give it the, the book itself is not free. I think it's seven bucks, but that's just to cover the cost of the podcast. Um, and then all the bonuses are free. And so you guys can check that out if you want. Um, specific tools. I mean, there's a ton of tools that I use. Shoot, which one's a really good one? Um, let's see. Podio is probably. I mean, if Podio went down, we'd be we'd be screwed. Um, that's okay. our CRM system. That's where we kind of keep our leads. Okay. Um, we even have our our rent roll in there, our tenant list, and so we can keep all the information in there in one place. Um, obviously, Google Drive is is super important. 
Um, I mean, there's a ton of other tools. When it comes to marketing, probably the one that is the most effective on the digital side is Google and Facebook ads. Um, though, I mean, those the those are the ads that we find the most success with. Okay. Uh, on the non-digital um, side would be ringless voicemail and then direct mail. So Sly Broadcast is ringless voicemail. It's a really good tool. Um, and then direct mail, we use uh, yellowletterservices.com. Um, which is another good good service to use if you're they're really cheap. It's like forty cents per po- uh, per postcard, so you can get them. You can get a good bunch out there for for relatively cheap. Okay, so 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 when when you're just starting out, say say if, say if we got a, a decent amount of money, or we got some or, or partners who are willing to to start. Do you start locally? Do you or you, do you just start? You know, you know, we're gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna pigeonhole ourselves to our own market, or do you? Which way is better, <laughs> you know, yeah. locally or nationally? You know, so that's a cool thing. Every market in every single market, there is going to be a deal. Um, okay. You know, there are better markets and worse markets. Some markets are appreciating faster than others. Some are depreciating. Um, but generally, if you're in a, a decent size MSA uh, um, metro statistical area like a, a city, then you're going to have there's going to be deals. Uh, so your backyard is the best place to look for a deal. Um, if you want to go national, you can, but I just wouldn't recommend it because you have, in order to close a deal that is across the country, you have to build a team in that city. You have to, you know, have a project, uh, property manager to help you out. You need a, uh, a real, t- a real estate agent to help you out. Um, you need people on the ground, boots on the ground in order to do it effectively. And it's just so much easier if they're in your backyard. Um, if you, I mean, maybe you probably have yeah. a contractor uncle that's really good at, at, um, <laughs> you know, fixing up houses. So you have a network in your area already. So it's a lot easier to do things that are in your backyard, regardless of what city you're in. That makes sense. So, so I'm, I'm very interested in your, your, um, this little niche about the the mobile homes, um, perspective, um, aspect of what you're doing. Why mobile homes? Why, why, why did you choose that, that market as one of your, your, um, main and main things that you guys do? Yeah. Um, so I've been doing single family, multifamily, um, and then mobile homes. Uh, so one of our partners was um, really into mobile home parks. And so he kind of sold it on us. Mm-hmm. And the, the sales pitch, if you will, quote unquote, for why invest in mobile home and RV parks um, is mostly because of the structure. So when you buy, uh, well, first of all, it's a, it's, it's a recession resistant um, asset class. And so, you know, if there's a recession, mobile home and RV parks tend to not get, or long-term RV parks tend to not get as hit um, as other asset classes. Hmm. Uh, outside of that, it's, there's also just the fact that what you're doing is, is you're leasing out the infrastructure and you're not leasing, leasing out the structure. Um, so another really popular asset class to invest in is multifamily apartment buildings. Um, when you own an apartment building, let's say you have a 300 unit apartment building. Um, it's a great, I mean, it's a great asset. However, you have a 300, you know, living <laughs> units. <laughs> right, right. And you have to, you know, if a, if a sink breaks, that has to be taken care of. Obviously, you're going to have a property manager, but there's still, there's more headache um, when it comes to actually owning the structure versus just owning the infrastructure. So when you rent out a mobile home park uh, or a long-term stay RV park, really what you're renting out is the community um, and then access to the infrastructure. So to the the hookups, the water hookup, the electrical hookup, sewer hookup, um, and then creating a nice clean 
um, you know, inclusive community within that. And so there's a lot fewer things that could go wrong in a mobile home RV park. Um, uh, and I mean, with that said, there are a lot of things that can go wrong, but still there, <laughs> you don't have to deal with the structure, which makes it an easier, uh, an easier purchase. Awesome. Are there anything that you guys have stay away from? That's just like, we're not going to do this anymore. Or you've done this before. And we're like, we're not going to do this. We're never going to do this again. <laughs> anything, anything like that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, within mobile home parks, if it's on septic and well, we're actually buying one. The one we're buying right now is on septic and well. And uh, I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things that can go wrong with septic and well. Um, you know, it's more things you need to maintain. Okay. Uh, and it's it's not something that I would recommend. Um, if the right deal came along, obviously we, we would go forward with it, but, um, septic and well is not, it's not good in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Now here's the industry that I got interested in. Cause I last a couple of years ago, I, um, did a tour like a hotel tour here in Boston. Every, every month we went to a hotel. Uh, one part of my, one of my things I do with streaks and I got very interested in the hotel industry what I didn't realize is that the whole industry is, is really just real estate. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I didn't, I had no idea. I had no idea that's how it worked. So is that, is that something that, is that the same thing? Is, I know that's a whole different kind of industry, but is that something that you guys have, have thought about at all? Anything like that, but in the hospitality industry and doing it that way? Uh, no. Um, so for the commercial side, I'm really just focused on mobile home RV parks. Okay. Um, and then uh, multifamily. So apartment buildings, I, uh, I mean, I know hotels, motels, um, you know, they're, they're a good asset class too. It's just not every asset class that you get into, you have to learn it, uh, yeah. you know, you really <laughs> have to understand it. Right. And right. so it's not, um, it's not something I, you know, I have my, my niche and I just don't want to learn. Stay in that lane. Class Stay in that lane. Hey, not wrong with yep. that. Hey, <laughs> stick with what works. I got it. I got it. So here's my question to you. As I talked about examples of people who who started and stopped, um, what do you what do you see that people who have started and kind of given given up on the industry, why that is? Why what are they doing wrong? What do you see them doing wrong? Where they're they're to a point where are, are they investing too much in, in too many things? Are they are they you know are they you know seeing one thing that failed and like oh, this isn't going to work for me? Is it just that they, they they have tight money? What what is what is it that they're starting and they cannot they cannot continue sustain um, investing in in real estate? Yeah, um, I mean, when you get started in anything, I always say there's you're never doing anything wrong. Um, I mean, obviously you're doing things that are ineffective, but it's not wrong because you're getting started. They're, you're going to make mistakes, and so um, when people get started, the reason that they leave, in my opinion is usually because they don't have a they don't have support um they don't have a network they don't have a mentor they don't have people that are kind of helping them along the way and so you know real estate can be very hard um and there's a lot of no's that you have to you have to run into and yeah. so if you don't have those people behind you that kind of say hey man you're doing a good job just keep going you know just keep keep hitting the pavement um keep building your business if you don't have that, then you're likely to to just kind of fade away, and uh, you can't sustain the the required amount of effort that you need to put into it in order to make it successful over a long period of time. Wow, that's good stuff, man. 
Great stuff, man. I, I love I love everything that you, that you're saying right now. So, um, I don't have much else, but I do have one last question for you. And it goes something like this: There are people out there listening to you now. They're they're being more inspired now to get into the industry <laughs> because of what you said today. Um, they want to get started. They have similar goals, similar interests as you, and they either want to get into investing. Or, or or make or make a, a, a big leap like you're doing where you're helping other people, you know, do real estate as well. Can you tell them, and I'll put you front and center, can you tell them in your own words how they can become an authority in this space? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, authority in my, when I hear the word authority, what it means is that you have either more experience or just more knowledge than other people. Um, so the easiest way to become an authority in real estate is to go out and do real estate, go do a deal, go get started, do anything. Um, you know, I gave that example of wholesaling. You can do that. You can just get started in wholesaling. The more experience you have, the more, uh, the more of an authority you become. Um, and once you have that experience behind you, you can start things that are ancillary to that, that main action. So, you know, I'm doing a, I started in investing and then I started a podcast around investing. So things just kind of blossom as you, as you grow. Um, but it all starts with just getting out there and getting experience, go out there and do a deal, go out there and, uh, and meet people in the field. Um, and that's probably the best advice that I could give somebody that is looking to get started. It's great stuff, guy. <laughs> Gabe does amazing. I, I, I'm glad you got on here. This is really like our first first show about real estate, to be honest. There are people who have done real estate, but this is the first person actually talking about it in depth. So I appreciate you. He showed us the how, showed us the why. And now please tell us where they can go to see you after the show. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm so I love uh, love talking to anybody interested in the field. So um, shoot, me an, shoot me an email. The best place to find me is just go to the podcast. Uh, the podcast is The Real Estate Investing Club. Um, and the website for the podcast is therealestateinvestingclub.com. So check that out. Um, again, we have that ebook you guys can grab with all the goodies that are attached to it that you get for free. Um, we also do, well, we're, we're launching uh, a group coaching and one-on-one coaching. It hasn't been launched yet, but it will be in the future. So you guys can check that out if you want. Great stuff. Amazing. And I have nothing else. That's great. <laughs> great, great stuff. But just, just one thing, everybody, make sure you get on that authorityletter.com. That's my little newsletter. I um, have about three different videos to help you build your authority platform, um, just like Gabe is doing every day. And, and make sure you hit this guy up, realestateinvestingclub.com. Please go there. I didn't know 90% of the of millionaires were, uh, did real estate. I should have known. Maybe I forgot. Yeah. Google <laughs> But that's very interesting. Um, I I think I want to do hotel stuff. I, I I'm very I fascinated it. with the hotel hotel. Do it. I had no idea I'll be I'll be so fascinated with them. It's just like, oh, okay, there were ways to make this easy. Yeah. Or of course, there were ways, the ways to make it hard too. I guess. <laughs> hotel industry is not doing too well in the pandemic. In, in, in the pandemic, I'll tell you right yeah, now. I was going to say right now is hard, <laughs> right hard time for that industry. Right, right. Oh God. But um, hey. It's hard for everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. This is great. We're a week out from, uh, or two weeks out from the new year. I hope everybody's uh, going to finish strong. It's not over, right, Gabe? It's not over. He's probably going to close some deals, man. So, <laughs> hey, you know, it, hey, there's still work to be done in 2020. 
Okay. That's right. So I appreciate you coming through. Um, any last words before we get out of here, Gabe? Nope. Uh, I mean, as you said, I just want to echo that. Hope everybody has a great remainder of the year. We got two weeks in this thing and then uh, kick off 2021 strong. So have a good New Year's. All right. There it is. Everybody build it, share it, and they will come. I'm out to the next episode. See ya. See you, Brian. <laughs> and that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.